Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe. We talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today we're talking what ifs. Like like the show, but well, not the only show, one episode. Only, of it. We haven't seen. The I show said like yet. the show. Well, yeah, I'm I'm just clarifying. Not the show. I guess it's more the concept of what ifs. Right. Yeah. They're they're a fun little genre, I guess you would call it. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're just plays on another genre. Trope, maybe? Yeah, I guess a trope. Is that what you call that? It's a fun little trope that pops up in comics heaps that I really enjoy. One thing, Um, yeah, I think it's cool about comics, and I guess this will just be wider, like, obviously what if is the show and that's the whole basis of it but like dc's got the same thing with elseworlds yeah but um one thing i like about comic books is that they've sort of codified and sort of uh what is it what's the word i'm looking for uh like made legitimate legitimized i guess yeah that's not the word i was looking for but it's the closest i can think of um (laughs) They legitimized the idea of, of a multiverse, el- not type. multiverse necessarily, but just the idea of Elseworlds or what ifs, because a bunch of different media have it. It's like the foundation of fan fiction. Yeah, it's like AU's alternate universes. But, but those are all like losers. No offense. No, some <laughs> offense. <laughs> those are all like kids and people who write fan fiction and, and losers. Those are three separate <laughs> categories. You decide which one yeah, you want to be in. You you can label yourself. What was it? It was kids, kids people who write fan fiction, and losers. I'm assuming most of you are going to be labeled with the middle one. Look, fair enough. I gave you the options. Look, but there's some, there's some good fan fiction, and there's some there. bad fan fiction. Yeah, you I'm, label I'm, yourself. I've been listening. This is quite off topic. But I just discovered this series of, it's like the most legitimate fan fiction you could really get. It's called uh, James Potter and it's for Harry Potter. (laughs) It's not just some random thing. (laughs) It's not some guy just named James. (laughs) But uh, like I started it because like I was like, oh, it's about his dad. That's cool. Like there's a lot of interesting stuff going on with his dad and whatnot. Like his friend's a werewolf and shit. 
Um, so I like started giving it a listen and then I'm like, oh, it's about his son. I'm less interested. But the writing in it is actually like it's it's on par with Harry Potter. Like uh, and take Harry that as Potter, what it means, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for as much as people enjoy Harry Potter and everything, I wouldn't say like Harry Potter is like a good quality. Yeah, of they're not ex- they're not exactly classics. But uh, this but like it's like five whole books. It's got like uh audio versions of those books which I'm listening to. And like it's the most professional fan fiction I could like you could think of, and I'm like, oh well, this this is what fan fiction should be. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that doesn't really sound like fan fiction. I mean, it is because it's not official, but it just sounds like in comic books that would just be a new arc. Yeah, or a new like character. in comic books, yeah, because it's like I think it had the blessing of J.K. When it came out, back so when that that's, mattered, that's why it recorded. Yeah, I think these were written about 2013. Yeah, so, yeah, back when she wasn't the big turf. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I found these. I'm like, oh man, fan fiction could actually be pretty cool <laughs> sometimes. Huh? And, yeah. So look, yeah, if you want to not be called a loser, then don't pick. You you reached out of the air and plucked that one for yourself. I didn't. <laughs> um. But yeah, so fan fiction has been doing it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like any story you can think of, any piece of media has AUs about it, written yeah. by somebody. Um, and what I like about comic books is that they were like, well, hey, that's a decent racket. Why don't we just do that? Yeah, let's, let's just make this like a solid chunk of our whole like, oh, yeah. like content we produce. And like they were never super popular i guess like they had their especially certain ones with very good writing and etc became popular yeah like um like marvel zombies is marvel zombies is a huge one personal favorite is kingdom come kingdom come from dc is really good um there's some uh, debate on whether or not flashpoint is or isn't an yeah look i'll i'll Um, i'll I'll get off the fence and I will push anybody else off the fence I can. It is not an Elseworld. The t- Elseworlds and the multiverse are similar and it, it, like in universe, not not to title drop the show. Um, Hell yeah, dude, plug. Uh, in universe, hey, they guys, are technically- listen to our podcast. The one universe. you're currently listening to. This is a useful plug. <laughs> um, but they are two separate concepts. You can yeah. have all else worlds are set in the multiverse but not all stories involving the multiverse are else worlds yes i i i like dark knight's metal um well no because maybe you could see the like runoffs as else worlds but dark knight dark knight's metal because it was a multiversal event i wouldn't necessarily like put the label oh this is else world it interacts with it. the main world yeah. and, and and i think that's actually i mean i hate those books they're awful and look i disagree with me i don't care um, but uh those books are, are a good explanation of what i'm talking about yeah there are things from the multiverse coming and attacking the main like verse interact interacting i mean yeah. i guess they were attacking but yeah the idea I'm of being just saying, interacting like earth uh, I well, Earth One, or no, what Earth Three is well, no, because I would describe Earth Two and Earth Three as Elseworlds, but they too come but in. No, 
they earth two and three are part of the multiverse stories that take place on earth two and earth three those would be else worlds okay yeah those are else world stories okay and like i i think recently they've made a comic book entirely about the crime syndicate of america from earth three and dc comics mm-hmm. that i would say is an else world Okay, but just yeah. the concept of Earth 3 and Earth 2. Those are just multiverses. Okay, so Elseworld is... Well, I guess we're not the law on this. Nah. But I guess what we're saying is Elseworld is a story type that when it's a story, when it takes place in another universe and doesn't really interact with the main, the sacred timeline, if you oh. will. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, that's an else world story right and in universe it's just uh in dc it would be another earth right or on uh, marvel also has other earths although their naming yeah. or numbering convention is yeah super goofy well like the dc's isn't the best but it's far leagues beyond uh, it's, marvel it's better than being like i don't know or the mcu is earth one nine 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 yeah, but that's it, lame as hell. Yeah, that's that's dumb as. But DC, like the main thing is like, oh yeah, you got one through fifty-two, but then you also got shit like Earth X or like. Well, Earth- yeah, and there's been a lot of like a lot of DC's history up until now has been trying to rectify that. So yeah. it's not Earth X and Earth S. Earth S, by the way, had the entire Shazam family, including their rabbit. Um. But yeah, also, they tried to explain that a decent part of that, and we're getting into the weeds now. Yeah. Uh, a decent part of that is because the Shazam character, Mr. Mind, was eating parts of reality, and those had to be refitted with old universes from before the crisis. And this is why people hate comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, no, fair enough. They're goofy bullshit. Yeah. Oh. And it, this is also our topic, but I, we talked about it in the Loki episode, but DC's got such a weird history with their multiverse, like, because, like, it starts and it, they just start like, oh, these are just comics or whatever. And then they introduce the idea of, oh, these are Elseworlds, other, like, Earths and everything. And then they're like, oh, this is getting a bit cluttered. Let's clean this up. Everything becomes one Earth. Everything has a shared history. And then they're like, oh, no, we liked it when we could do whatever and tell whatever story. So let's make the multiverse again. And then I think now they did the same thing. They did both at the same time now. Where they're like, (laughs) oh, everything takes place in one universe. But also there's a new multiverse. So it's... Look, that even that's a very quick run. There's stuff like there's yeah, Zero okay. Hour, and then there's yeah, Infinite is. Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is com- completely separate from Infinite Crisis. Yeah, I'm, I'm always, like, when I'm talking about, like, which specific event, I always have to take a second and, like, do, you know when you're, like, trying to think of what place a letter in the alphabet takes place in? Yeah, you yeah, gotta you got to run alphabet. through the whole alphabet. Yeah, I got to do that and be like, okay, there's infinite and then infinite earth and, <laughs> and the, crisis and the final crisis and, and flashpoint. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to, like, register which Oh, you got to put everything place. in its place. 
uh, which I guess is one cool, I, mean, I don't know about cool thing, but it's a different thing between them and Marvel. Marvel doesn't really have that. Yeah, they never really did. They have a couple. Never... There's um the Secret Wars. The first one, not so much, but the 2015 yeah. Secret Wars, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they never really did the whole like immediate, this universe is starting from like get go, like reset button that DC is really right. Doing. Uh, like the only thing the only time i can even kind of suggest that would be 2015 secret war mm-hmm. in which they had the un- the multiverse end kind of and then yeah. they had but, the fantastic four rebuild everything yeah but even that wasn't it like just oh it, like it was like oh the multiverse is dead but now it's back but nothing really like they didn't like change anything really did they uh not they changed a bunch of minor stuff um but nothing like yeah crazy. it wasn't a new 52 no. is what i'm saying but they did try marvel has mm-hmm. tried this before but some like uh heroes reborn was one where they mm-hmm. tried to reboot their entire thing and it was dog shit and very 90s um and then they did uh what is it all new all different which wasn't yeah. a universe reboot that was just but it was kind a soft of, yeah, reboot they were like oh what if we could change up how you see each of these heroes and for the most part, I didn't like it. I really didn't like Spider-Man. There was some good all-new, all-different. I liked yeah, all-new, well, all-different Wolverine. Uh, Laura Kinney was cool. Yeah, that's fair. Because all-new, all-different Spider-Man was prime Parker Industries Spider-Man, which I liked it for a superior Spider-Man. And I like that they didn't just like sweep it under the rug. Like, oh, they, all of a sudden, he doesn't have the... like whole ass company that osborne mm-hmm. made for him but like spider-man being uh it's Tony basically Stark being Light. iron man yeah yeah it's it wasn't my favorite really st- i mean it had it's okay bits but it was mm-hmm. by far not like my favorite um i thought there i mean they could do some interesting stuff with it but not stuff that hasn't already kind of just been done with iron man yeah no um but anyways i did like the suit though i know thing, not a lot of people do but i like that parker Industries suit uh, i it, i don't like the big glowing spider on the chest i, I kind of like it i, I kind of like the like blue glowing eyes but uh, i don't like the big spider on the chest uh but anyways um one thing i do that is different from how marvel and dc kind of do things uh, with the whole what if versus else world thing is this isn't always the case but usually what what if is trying like else world is like oh what if this is a whole different world with a whole different story right what you, if is usually gotham by gaslight yeah as opposed to like what if something just changed slightly? yeah what if is usually this one detail happened differently or these like this kind of detail swaps like Oh, this is what if everybody got their powers different in a different right. way? Uh, like um, the first episode of the show uh, did come out and we both had a chance to watch it. And one thing I was like worried about the show is before it came out is that it wouldn't really do that because this, for the episode ideas they have coming out, I don't really get how would they do that. Like I know the next episode is what if Black Panther went to space instead of Star-Lord? What's like the one decision that changes? For yeah, that I, don't quite, I don't, I mean, I guess it would have I to be either ego. ego 
bones who somebody bones else. The Chala's mom. Yeah. Or the Ravengers picked up the wrong yeah, kid. Yeah, just picked up a different. But um, in the first episode, I really enjoyed it. That uh, spoilers for the first episode of the show. Go watch it. First yeah, episode. Yeah, this is your it's spoiler actually pretty warning. good. It's fine. Like, um, it's okay. Like it's not. It's not like great or anything. I I know both of us aren't really a big fan of CG animation, but um, uh, I'll I'll go on record and and people who know me I complain about it like a lot I I will not shut the fuck up about it yeah one of my biggest problems with CG animation is for one it's got that like usually it's got that gross uncanny look to it and another thing is it, a lot of the times it feels like real floaty and weightless that's my but thing I, but I think this show does a really good job at for one the shading makes the shading is like, good I, and, you don't get as much as much uncanny valley yeah and show. it really looks like if you take a screenshot or whatever like this could be a comic book panel yeah um with some characters some characters definitely look like default cgi like yeah there's that show uh it's fan made so comparing it to a disney budget tv show is actually pretty high praise but there's the show on YouTube that heaps of people like a mutual friend of ours, Ernesto likes, but I could never get into uh, Ruby, R-W-B-Y, oh, yeah, which is yeah. holy CGI. And there are some characters in this show, What If, that looks right out of there. Like Sebastian Stan looks super fucking weird in this animation oh, style. Yeah. The, um, the How it's dark, I thought it had looked mm-hmm. weird at points. But for the most part, they, they for the most part, everybody good. looks great. And um, um, I do think the actual motion and action of the show is both very fluid and has some impact to it. Like when she hits something with the shield and everything, it, like you could actually like feel that impact. I don't really know. I, I didn't get that as much, um, but I'm, I'm a real stickler for CGI. It bugs my brain. Yeah. Um, I wasn't as floaty, but I, anytime two things interacted, it felt like two pillows hitting each other. And then you just put the sound effect of it hitting hard uh, I, was no, like, oh, okay. I, I i got the opposite on that because usually that's how cgm nation felt feels so like i felt like i was surprised when i saw that i'm like oh that's it's actually pretty good in this but anyways in that show uh they do the thing where um it's the one detail is it, when like they're like oh everybody go up to the booth up there She's like, oh, no, no I'll, I'll stay. stay down here. <laughs> and that sets the whole chain reaction like of how everything turns out differently and whatnot. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm glad they have that element of what if. Because yeah. I really think that's what separates what Marvel's what if in DC's As opposed to, And look, but, ugh, tangents. Um, DC <laughs> has more than just Elseworlds. There are Elseworlds. There's cross time. There's Legends of the Dead Earth Annuals, which happened after the multiverse collapse. Mm -hmm. There's Armageddon 2001, which, hey, deep cut for all you Wave Rider fans out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, people fucking love DC. I love Wave Wave Rider. I don't know. I don't watch that show. It's trash. Um, They ride the Wave Rider. What? Wave Rider's a guy. Yeah, I know. He's a dude. He's rad. That was the joke. I hate that. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) my my main tangent for this was, uh, and this is back onto the animation and and why it bothers me. Um, Everybody, but more specifically uh, Captain Carter, proportions seemed real off. Her head seemed pretty small for her body. 
you could see it when she'd like throw a punch and it felt like her arm and shoulders were like a good four or five feet longer than what they normally would be. Yeah, that's fair. And, I, I think it's, I could see how that happened. They took the design and they didn't change the face at all and they put it on like a fucking yeah. Amazon. And that's the thing, like, because in, in real life, well, real life, in the MCU, the way that they made Captain America go from scrawny to brawny. They started small. They started with a tiny man and put Chris Evans' face on it. Mm-hmm. And then they took... Which, which, like, that throughout the movie, it sometimes isn't great. It looks gross sometimes. Sometimes he's a got a massive head. You could see people, like, looking above his head when they're having a conversation. Yeah. But I him. just chucked that up, too. They don't like him. Disrespect. <laughs> the guy who specifically is like i really because that's the main one you could see it is um uh what's his name the german scientist stanley tucci uh yeah. dr erskine yeah it, the main time you could really notice it is when they're having the drink and they're sitting across yeah and he, a good man and you could very much see he's looking over his head and i like with your theory this guy's whole <laughs> deal is oh i really like this guy i think this guy's like the perfect guy for this well, he can but still i don't respect disrespect him short yeah <laughs> he's like i won't respect him till he's tall and that i can respect but yeah and then they took like real life tall big guy chris evans mm-hmm. and just like had him walk out of the tube but um and i guess this is why like a lot of people are like oh i hope captain carter comes into the mainline into you which i think would be cool yeah but it'd also be pretty fucking weird because Haley atwell isn't didn't start yeah. in the movies as a scrawny human because yeah that's what i that's why because when she comes out you're like oh fuck she's math massive she looks like she hulk and it rules yeah, I, I, yeah and i'm like oh i guess that makes sense if you start with a scrawny little twig piece of shit and get chris evans if you, you start, start with, with a, a regular person, person you get a fucking <laughs> hunk it rules yeah. um but like I don't know, in motion, in the suit, it just looked off. It looked like I was looking at somebody put a horse in spandex and had it run around. Yeah, I, I could see that. Uh, other things, just because the animation bothers my Look, brain. Look, we'll probably talk about what if when the whole show comes well, out. sure, we'll talk and, about the and whole And we thing. can talk about our favorite bits and what we liked and disliked about the show. But, like, I'm probably not going to rewatch that episode. Yeah, no, that's soon. fair. But, but uh, animation-wise, the like tentacles coming out of that portal sucked. I hated it. It looked like they just copy and pasted a bunch of tentacles and they were sometimes overlapping each other in weird ways. It yeah, bothered my no, brain. That's fair. Um, One thing I fucking loved in the episode was the Hydra Smasher. What oh, yeah. That's what that's called. Ruled. The yeah, Hydra Stomper. Yeah. It's the Hydra Stomper. That was such a fucking cool thing. And I like that it was like powered by the Tesseract. So it's got like big blue lasers and shit and they look like it's got like a cool design laser it's not like basic bitch like straight line like repulsor laser yeah it looked like it's it like, was like a flamethrower but lightning yeah it, it looked like a lightning flamethrower that's a good way to explain it it was badass it, ruled. Liked, it was super cool looking it's got the um what did it say, did it uh, say straight out of brooklyn not st- no, <laughs> like, it said no sleep till Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Beastie Boys. Uh, I forget the first bit. It was like "Welcome to Brooklyn" or something, or yeah. "Greetings, Greetings from Brooklyn." There yeah, it is. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. Although to me, it was like 
all right, uh, Captain Carter rules and all, but the Hydra Stomper is like it's tearing tanks apart. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of a much better situation. That's when I was watching that episode, and I was like, man, things are kind of going way smoothly. Yeah, I was like, oh, but it, cool. like is this it focuses the on they just destroyed yeah, the Nazis hard. It, it focuses on her. It doesn't really show the Hydra Stomper or whatever. I'm like, oh, I guess she does just a way better job than Steve did. And then I'm like, well, I mean, it's not showing this, but Steve didn't have a massive robot yeah, best friend. he didn't have a combination of the Hulk and Iron Man running around tearing yeah. people apart. Um, but she, she, they did make her a lot stronger, which I guess makes sense because she yeah. wasn't a scrawny fucking bitch before becoming a per- like a super person. Mm-hmm. She had strength comparable to what Steve has later on in the MCU. When they remember he's a super soldier and not just like a good soldier, mm-hmm. um, like throwing motorcycles around, breaking kneecaps with a punch, and that that does rule. I love that. Yeah, no, that that's real good. Um, anyways, uh, we're talking about what ifs and whatnot. What if the show? Uh, we... What's what's your if if you were to pick? I I know you said. Uh, yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, but a marvel one if you could okay let me get a, a marvel we'll, we'll, we'll go marvel and then we could swap over All right. to dc um yeah because i think we on this show we i've talked a, a, a bit much about kingdom come and i don't know if anybody needs more of that yeah <laughs> um for have marvel you, is that just personal life stuff of how much you fucking love look come? personal life stuff probably well no personal life definitely but i seem to remember talking about it on the show too yeah okay but favorite from Marvel, uh, I'm going to be a loser and pick t- two. But they're basically the same comic, just what if mm-hmm. something. Um, so my favorite one would probably be combination of Marvels by, uh, oh. I think that's also Mark Wade and yeah. Alex Ross. There is a really cool audio drama oh, podcast yeah. of the Marvels. And it's so cool. And I love uh, the Marvels. Because, like, it's got such a cool aesthetic with uh, keeping everything, oh. like, in the Marvel 60s. And it, it's like, beautiful. Like, Alex yeah, Ross is I, always just does amazing. But, like, yeah. it's gorgeous. Like, that, this that, book will melt your eyes. That, that's one thing I had to, like, uh, I was listening to the audio podcast because it's, like, really well done. And it's, like, it builds, like, such a cool, like, image in your head. But I'm, like... Oh, but there's such great art of this. I gotta like look yeah. at it while yeah. I'm listening to it. Um, and uh, that one, if if you're not familiar, which look probably not, um, it's basically a Daily Bugle reporter by the name of Phil Sheldon, mm-hmm. uh, going around the Marvel universe of Earth mostly, uh, and just documenting the heroes he sees and like yeah, what's going it's, on. It's such a cool like window into the Marvel yeah. Like, universe. there's no conflict. It's not um, it's not like a a narrative really with stuff like that but it's basically like a tour through the marvel Mm -hmm. universe a curated tour and it rules it's it's genuinely really nice like mark wade's an amazing writer he did kingdom come he yeah he's just great in general mark wade and fucking alec ross are like like a killer combo you put that on a book and i will buy it first day um then uh, there's the other comic book that I quite like uh, that is called Ruins, which is a direct play on Marvels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't recall exactly the writing team because it's, it's not my favorite. 
but it's a good one. Um, it's by the much worse person, Warren Ellis. That's who writes it. He's well, that's it. he's a dog. <laughs> no, he he's a dog. He's oh okay. He's fucked. Um, he's not a bad <laughs> writer always. Oh, you mean worse person? No, I like mean a... he's genuinely a worse oh, person. Okay. Um, and oh fuck, I don't remember who it was drawn by. I think it was by Therese Nielsen. The fact check me on that if any of you listening care. Mm. Um, but basically, it's it's a direct answer i guess to marvels in that the story is daily bugle reporter phil sheldon walks around the marvel earth universe uh documenting the origins and heroes he sees but the the twist on this is what if every single origin and hero the worst possible outcome happened that shit rules uh and so whereas in marvels you like see dr banner and rick jones working and then you see the bomb and everything and and it's it's Alex Ross, so it's beautiful. In Warren Ellis, it's well grimy and gross, and you see the bomb go off, and Holt, Bruce Banner comes out as a giant mutated tumor that just happens to be green. Um, Johnny Blaze is a homeless man who's trying to eke out a living doing increasingly more and more dangerous stunts to get money, and so one day he's going to jump like a car, but nobody gives a shit. So he pours gasoline on his head and lights himself on fire <laughs> before doing the jump. Like, it's not nice. It's cynical. Yeah. It's grimy. It's, it's, it's specifically it's out to be like, let's ruin these yeah. heroes. Yeah, I mean, it's called ruins. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, it's not good, but those two connected. The juxtaposition yeah. of them is... I think a really interesting look into how what and, ifs work. Yeah, and the main thing about a what if that you like even it's really cool and everything when they are really good stories like Kingdom Come, like or, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. But the main thing that sells a what if is, is a if the concept and premise yeah. are like good and fun and cool and ruins very much is that oh an elseworld lives and dies on its premise yeah books no. without great writing like uh batman blood rain where batman fights dracula and becomes a vampire hell yeah it's, it's a dog shit book the the writing is awful it it thinks it's alan moore it thinks but it's it it's rules. it's grant morrison you get it. he's the not. bat man he's a bat man and now he's a bat man he's a dracula baby um i need to check and make sure i didn't say it wasn't grant morrison if it was grant morrison <laughs> look uh, grant morrison if you're mad about that email us at the atomic email <laughs> at gmail.com uh look i, I it, yeah, if it was fine. grant morrison it's it would have popped up it's not and if it is grant morrison look not everything he does is great some of them are kind of dog shit. yeah no um I was, but like, talking, I was talking to my dad about that the other day because my dad is a very the kind of person to base his um, whole I like ideas and personality off what he hears off YouTube. Oh yeah, no, my dad's the same way. And, but worse. and I forgot what he was talking about. Um, it might have been uh, about Black Superman or something, but he was talking about something complaining about grant morrison uh-huh. i'm like dad explain to me who grant morrison yeah. is and he just <laughs> couldn't and i was like yeah i thought so i mean name one other thing grant morrison yeah. made. 
like not it's not like a gatekeepy thing it's just like i mean it's you can't pass well, judgment yeah, no, on an entire you, writer's entire career yeah if you have one, no concept of who well, that writer one is youtuber said oh i don't like this guy so i don't like this idea and like and he's like i agree with that holy it, that's the thing you see that uh online of people who are like they hate calvin ellis or mm-hmm. um valzad which is separate but grant morrison basically built like calvin ellis existed before multiversity but in multiversity calvin ellis gets so much characterization yeah he, he, he was a big the part main character for the yeah. most part um and he rules i really like calvin ellis i think he's mm-hmm. a rad idea superman who's also the president fucking rules i i think the name's a bit on the note oh, he, he clearly he clearly or i guess i guess ma and pa heard the robot go maybe it's broken yeah they're like uh <laughs> look i didn't have a name prepared for that's the that's their what if this thing is changed they didn't have a name prepared so they're like, oh, Cal, 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 Calvin. Well, I guess their last name was Ellison, so that's just helpfully. Yeah, yeah, I guess that it's just not that just was a nice, like unless unless they are the Kents and they hear his name's Cal, and like, oh, his last name's Ellis. We should keep that. Yeah, that, I mean, that would be weird. That no, that would be weird. <laughs> um, that's besides the point, tangent. Um, but the same people who complain about Calvin Ellis are the same people who wank over the killing joke and like like it's just those two writers are so similar and the concepts are like Mm -hmm. it's so dumb to me or like they they love like the long halloween but like people dog shit on on jeff Lowe because they should like you Mm -hmm. can you can be a good writer sometimes and also be a bad person or sometimes also be a bad writer yeah you could just because someone made something good doesn't mean you have to like that person yeah like like the, some the, people we've mentioned earlier in the podcast was it? fuck you uh who was it warren ellison yeah fuck him oh no warren ellis you're thinking of calvin ellis no the, when, the when writer warren ellis come? oh yeah ruined. yeah <laughs> I, I was talking about jk rowling oh yeah her too no she sucks um <laughs> <laughs> uh but like yeah like jeff Loeb is kind of a dog shit person hey jk rowling if you're listening to this right now why you you uh you suck and you should tell people on twitter that we suck uh yeah this is explicitly a call out for you we're we are on twitter at uh at atomic, atomic androids, androids. Um, um be mad at us i don't care yeah say say we suck tell everybody who follows you that send we're the, the worst send the turfs and the the alt-right after us Hell i don't yeah. care um what, what was i besides jk rowling sucks that seems like is that the episode uh, separating, topic no separating <laughs> uh a bad person from like good right jeff Loeb is genuinely a dog shit person um the uh in daredevil uh he specifically told people and i'm paraphrasing but not by much uh to not worry about writing like character arcs and character stuff for the japanese characters because nobody cares uh and that's just racist yeah look i mean nobody cares about those characters because they're not because you don't write characters (laughs) it's it's not the other way around my friend uh jeff love is also i'm sure you've seen it around that that god-awful 90s picture of captain america 
where he's got like a 74 it's, pack and a massive yeah rack. yeah no i love that picture i i i love people have done like oh this is what it looks like yeah, naked. Yeah. this is his skeleton i love that shit um did the this just popped into my head commissioner Loeb from batman is, is he named yeah. after jeff Loeb? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's ever been fully confirmed, but I remember hearing a thing about Grant Morrison. And or... that's why he's like specifically, this is a real shit yeah, person. Yeah, piece of shit person. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I like reverse, like, because people, people do, like, oh, here's a street named after a famous like Mark like, writer. Or, yeah, yeah, or, or Siegel or and Schuster. Yeah, or here's like a person, like a reporter or some shit. But I like doing that in reverse, being like, oh, here's a dog shit person named after a dog shit person. <laughs> and it rules. It rules. Yeah, no, that does rule. And like Jeff Loeb is, you know, he hasn't written anything good in ages. He did the Ultimates. He did the Ultimates 3, the bad one. The one where Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are almost explicitly incestuous. Oh my god, I hate that. The one where Hawkeye changes his name and gimmick and just becomes Bullseye. Well, that's pretty good. No, that's dumb (laughs) as shit. Um like it, it's dumb as shit he's dumb as shit but he also did the long halloween which is yeah, pretty good long halloween's pretty good um it's got that animated movie that just came out that i'm like oh man it's cool that dc animated movies are starting to get good again because they're not I do. like oh what if we remade the new 52 and yeah. animated for i don't know nobody liked the new 52 why were they like maybe that'll be good animated <laughs> what if marvel did like the same thing for ultimate like what if they're like oh this is the ultimate universe of animated well they kind of did that with those first two uh avengers films the ones that i quite really like oh yeah entirely based on the ultimate universe they they did and um i guess i they kind of promoted it as it but now that i think of it it's not really the same at all but uh the show ultimate oh, yeah, that's a name only in well, yeah, some but, concepts yeah not really um but yeah like those two films the first big foray into like animated films for marvel were the that's, ultimate universe that's weird because they kind of i remember when that show came up they kind of pitched it as oh this is ultimate spider-man right. like the and then it had comics. similar concepts and then the teenagers and then, living yeah, in a house um and then they visited the ultimate universe later on in the show when he met that's where Miles. Miles is. Yeah, who's like, "Hey, you died. What's going on?" And that—that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, no. Uh, that's okay. We're getting into gripe territory. Um, Marvel, get your multiverses in order. Does each property have its own multiverse, yeah, I, or are they I connected multiverses? So in the comics. It's for sure that the MCU is a part, it's connected through a thread to the comics multiverse. But then, like in the MCU, they're like, oh, there is no multiverse. But then there kind of is, but then there isn't, like now for sure there is. Like it's yeah. it's very confusing. Like okay, if before Loki happened and the universe is split off, explain to me what Agents of Shield was. Yeah. Uh, or the the Netflix Marvel. Well, stuff, the Netflix. Or- 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Marvels, they, they never, I don't think anybody ever came out and said, oh, these aren't a part of the MCU. But they did do that after like three seasons of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're like, oh yeah, the MCU is canon to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon well, to the MCU. And look, this might piss off some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stands. Heads. But, yeah, heads. Uh, that show fucking sucks. Yeah, that, no, no, that show sucks. Like, it's, it is not good. That show, I have tried so hard to watch it, and yeah, it's that, so bad. That I remember that was one show that it was like the, the pre- night, that was a premiere night. It was going to go up. I started watching that show with my family and we're all sitting there. I remember the first disappointment like I felt for the show where I'm like, well, maybe I won't like this show. Like it opens up, you see like the Avengers, like little action figures and you're like, oh, cool. I, I get this. I know what's going on. And then it's got like, it's got this dude who's very, it, I'm, it's pretty much to like, oh, that's Luke Cage. I got all excited. I'm like, oh, first episode, they introduced Luke Cage. It's this like indestructible black dude doing big jumps and shit i'm like oh that's pretty cool and then it's just like no nah, this is just some other guy yeah, this just is some just some other guy, guy. 
And I'm like, oh, so it's not gonna use this to like introduce new like lower grade before heroes. Luke Cage was like, yeah, on Netflix that was gonna that, be on Netflix. Uh, that was before the Netflix shows. Yeah, um, and like the show, it feels a lot like like we mentioned it before on this show, The Flash. How it started off mostly contained in like a normal and like odd show. And then just as it went on, it became dumber and yeah, denser. It, it's, and... They tried to, they can't have the cake and eat it too. They can't be like, oh, we take this, we take this wacky comic book, like either character or universe, and we'll kind of like make it more realistic. And yeah, that's like, like the MCU whole deal. Yeah. yeah. And you Which can't, I quite appreciate. Yeah, and but MCU, for one, they have the budget and the writing and everything to go big and quote unquote wacky and everything and have it work. But if you have a TV show, you don't really, you can't really do that. If like you either do one or the other, where out the gate you're like, oh, this is a Fantastic Four show and everything's crazy and shit right out the gate. But all these shows, they start off like trying to get the realism angle and they slowly degrade into this crazy wacky mm-hmm. shit comic book shit is what i call it and it's, and it's not great it doesn't one work thing, yeah one thing i was uh really excited for when it came out was uh lois and superman the newest cw show because i started watching it and it's all of I've it's heard like good things yeah uh, but all I'm not, of it's, i don't watch well it. wait till you hear <laughs> this yeah. You know, that uh, new the beginning of it for? is really good because it's like, oh, all this is is Superman on a farm with his family dealing with being a father and everything. I'm like, oh, this is really good. Uh, and I like that, like, it, clearly it's like kind of like uh, its own like little segregated thing, I guess I want. Because you can't even tell if it's a part of the like Arrowverse C-W-verse, as a whole. Yeah. Because like in the Arrowverse, they have like one son but in this they have twin sons and like that's never like mentioned star wars yeah the twin sons of tattooing yeah you know i get it um but like i was really into it i'm like oh it's because it's so like separated from everything it doesn't have to deal with it doesn't have to be dumb bullsh- dumb bullshit and it is the quickest downfall like all those other shows take at least they at least have a solid first season and then the second season is maybe where it starts to rattle this one half a season in they start introducing oh we're brain swapping with people from uh from smallville because people from smallville are specifically around yellow kryptonite and that allows kryptonians to swap brains with them and oh also superman i'm your brother from another father Oh, uh, but I'm, brother from another mother's right there. And I'm, uh, I, I'm like basically Lex Luthor. I'm a billionaire. I have a gripe against you, and I, but, but also, also I'm Superman. Yeah, and I, I'm like, oh, this is dumb. One thing I did like a good deal is um, at the beginning of the show, they're like, there's the they call him the Stranger, who's like the main antagonist of the show. He's like a guy in armor. And then, like, they show, it's like, oh, it's Lex Luthor. Um, but, like, they, from the get, the weirdest thing they have is they have a confirmed, oh, there's another Earth out there, and, like, Superman went bad on this Earth. So this guy's here to 
kill Superman before he goes bad or whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, and this guy, like, it, they do a lot of setup that he's Lex Luthor or whatever. But it turns out it's uh, John Henry Irons from the Steel? other universe. Steel, who I was like, okay, I, I'm kind of into that. Yeah, um, I mean, but it's weird to be like, because uh, Steele's whole thing is how much he admires. That's why he has the S yeah, on his I, chest. Yeah, this is—he's mad. He doesn't have the S on his chest, and everything. he looks like Master Chief armor. Oh. Uh, but I—I I think it's—I uh, think it's supposed to be later on in the show. He like builds a respect for Superman and sees, oh, you are a different guy. Because the main thing of this, well, I guess, what the message is, and this is way off topic. From yeah, it's technically an Elseworld to like yeah, the DCU. A, yeah, okay, that works. Um, but yeah, and it got Elseworld. I'm talking about Elseworld. Yeah, see right other now. universes. And it connect. In his universe, he's married to Lois Lane. So Superman didn't have someone to go, hey, don't be a dick and like enslave humanity. Stop being I'm like the only reason Superman's Superman. a good person is because Lois is there to be like, hey, don't be a bad person. Yeah, don't so it, fucking stupid. Yeah, Superman's whole deal is he's a good person because he was raised by good parents. Yeah. And like he can also just a, be a, a good whole, person. There's a whole show called Smallville that is just that. It's Superman learning not to be a dickhead. Uh, like, I love Lois. I think she's an amazing character. And there are some comic books where mm-hmm. she is just, like, the absolute standout. Yeah. But, like, Superman cannot be evil because, like, it's yeah, just such a dumb trope to be like, she's the backbone holding yeah, up his entire yeah, moral you, spectrum. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, if she decided to bla- break up with Clark Kent, the DC universe would fall into the seven pits of hell. It's so dumb. It, it frustrates me. Yeah, no, it's uh, really mighty dumb. frustrated. But anyways, yeah, uh, the Lois and Superman, which I hate the title. It feels real well, funky. I'm sure they it's wanted to go to with Lois, Lois and, Clark, and Clark. But yeah. that's already a show with Dean Cain, also out and out dog I, shit person. I, I would have called it Super Dad. <laughs> Yeah, that's not great either. Um, but uh, it, look, if you if if you watch the CW and you watch uh, what's the other ones we were talking about? Well, most of them are. If you like like the CW and like Iron Fist uh, and Defenders, <laughs> uh, you you'll like probably, dog shit. You'll probably like this one too. <laughs> You could count the number of people who were like, man, I loved Iron Fist on, like, one hand. Fuck off. People fucking love Iron Fist. I'm so disappointed that Iron Fist isn't good. I haven't watched it uh, because I, I, I can't go into a show knowing it's bad because then I'm like, I will find no enjoyment into this. Uh, relatively recently, I went through and watched because I'd already destroyed Daredevil multiple mm-hmm. times. Uh, and then I was like, well, I might as well watch the others. So I watched Jessica Jones. It was okay. Uh, I watched Luke Cage. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I started watching uh, Iron Fist and I got maybe three episodes in. I was like, this show is just bad. Like, <laughs> like there were bad parts of Jessica Jones and bad parts of Luke, like Luke Cage dabs. And it was super fucking <laughs> awful. Um, there are bad parts of their know, shows. Or like ha- the, the latter half of Daredevil season two is pretty bad. Um, but like Iron Fist is just something else. It's just not unwatchable. Um, 
one of my favorite things is there's a there's a photo floating around. I'm sure you could look for it and find it of the defenders, the Netflix defenders posing with like a bunch of their Funko Pops. You know, Charlie <laughs> Cox is there with his, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Iron Fist didn't get any Funko Pops because he <laughs> nobody liked his show. And so they're posing with theirs and he's just also there. And it's That's such big, funny, like, uh, mom said, I have to bring you. Yeah. You're not cool. Energy. One thing about the Defenders when they pose and everything, that it feels so bad and it's so easily rectified is Daredevil looks so fucking out of place with them because he's the, he's only, the only one, one with a superhero suit. Like, uh, and they don't do themselves any favor with when he's not in costume. He wears her like scarf. Like a scarf and shit. Which, well, at least in the comics. I know you can do something like that and it looked good. Like mm-hmm. in, uh, I think it's Chimp Zardusky's, um most recent run on Daredevil. Uh, he's fighting through a cop shop um, where he wasn't prepared to fight. So he just like takes off his clothes and like, Put the shirt around his head yeah. that's white like to, and rolls to up the sleeves. It's easier to make something like that look, look cool better when it's book. drawn. Yeah. yeah. But also, you could have just given him like the mask part of the what he had before. Oh, yeah. And, like him just say, Oh, I need to keep this in my back pocket or whatever, just in case. Mm. Like I can't go around wearing my suit all the time and I can't be like, hey guys, let me go change into my daredevil attire right if he's hanging out with the defenders you could just had that and if he's wearing like that and uh this a three-piece suit that he might be wearing for his job or whatever will look pretty cool yeah he, like because he was wearing like a big coat for the entire defenders and it just clashed heaps with with the whole thing like i think even if he just taken the coat off and was just like a like a shirt or a button-up mm-hmm. like rolled up sleeves even that would have looked better with the scarf but he just looked off. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and uh, Netflix uh, heroes, uh, uh, they said that they're not sure if they're can into the MCU anymore. So those are what if too. So there you oh, go. Oh, no, yeah. Part of the episode. Um, <laughs> I, I mentioned this in the Loki episode, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they kind of rectify that with those oh, yeah. being variants and, and what I, ifs I, of. I think that would be the way to do. I it mean, if you're if, gonna do it, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, you just have someone have like a throwaway line and something that confirms. Oh, these are time variant versions of oh, this. Yeah. You see, like, go back to the TVA in season two of Loki, and you just see like a Charlie Cox Daredevil in there. It's like okay that makes sense i get yeah, it yeah okay you see iron fist and he's getting vaporized you see ryan reynolds and you're like is that deadpool <laughs> yeah you see sewn mouth deadpool and he gets vaporized <laughs> oh wouldn't that have been fucking that, that rad been in good. the void in loki if one of the things they have to deal with is sewn mouth deadpool yeah i wish it was a bit more had to deal with than just other loki's like even a variant thor Oh, getting in their way, Captain America just yeah. running up and attacking. Yeah, give me Hydra Captain America, and he's like, "You guys oh, are." You think they're gonna do that? You they think could. They're gonna have That's... Cap come to the main MCU, but he's he's Hydra Cap. Um, like that look, bit that everybody hated. Why yeah, I I would be really mad if like, oh, we got Chris Evans back as Captain America to be in this movie, and then he's like, "Hail Hydra, motherfuckers!" It's like, okay, you wasted my time. Yeah, like they they referenced that in Endgame when he's in the elevator. 
but like they don't go full oh the sentient cosmic cube yeah well, a little you, girl yeah you can't you can't do that when you're like oh the sentient tesseract and like oh wait i thought the only one with a like sentience was the soul stuff was it no soul the, or mind, mind? the mind mind and soul both have one a bit i don't i think they say that only one has one i well, think it might they, be mind well, I, we know Mind has the a bit of the AI that goes into Ultron. I'm yeah, well, Ultron. My, yeah, the Mind is, like, powering the Ultron. Like, it's like if you, it's, it's like the Mind Stone is a USB you plugged into your Jarvis Ultron, like, program. Right. And you, you plug but, in your Mind Stone USB. the main USB. programming they got from, for Ultron came from the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Like, they pulled it out and they're like, this is already there. I bet we could use this to make yeah, a I, really I, good AI. But I, I think maybe it's in comics that they say that. I think there's something like that. Uh, I, I, I think it is a mind stone. That's like, oh, this stone is special because this stone. Well, I, like, I know the soul stone is also fight. like that. The soul stone is also sometimes sentient and wants souls. Yeah, I, I, I'm just pretty sure it was only one of them, but both of them seem like they... I, sure. well look that's the thing with but, comics sometimes yeah. things that are established are not that's called a retcon yeah no that's fair but i i i feel like i strongly remember them being like oh this stone is but what if it was like the <laughs> space stone the space stone <laughs> can make decisions for you but the, the like this one's different no, from the other the power stone, stone. the power stone is the, just angry oh hell yeah dude put check that on like give the hulk like a power stone make belt. him eat it <laughs> he could probably cop it he's yeah fine. no like, no no because well how, maybe. how the stones work is so like in what if the show um captain carter just slams the tesseract on a table and is like we got it it's like but i thought like if you touch it you'll get zapped and become a ghost on vormir um yeah maybe i've heard a theory that the soul stone I don't know why the Soul Stone would do this, but I like, guess hey, this, I I guess like this lends credence, soul. yeah, to Soul Stone being the one with the sentience. Is like it was punishing Red Skull, so it activated for Nazism. The, yeah, for Nazism, so it activated the Space Stone to bring him there and lead him to a treasure he can't. So the Soul have Stone can just activate the other stones. It can just be um, like Mind Stone. Look, I I don't know. That's just a theory I've heard. But like. Um, they specifically say you're not supposed to be able to just grab one. Well, yeah, but that's why well, like, they're all in a con- all the yeah, time. they're all in a container. You can't. You're not supposed to grab one when it's like a stone by itself. It's Thanos but, can. Yeah, when it's in the tesseract, you could grab it because everybody. Yeah, everybody grabs it. Maybe, uh, fucking. Uh, red skull was like take me to our treasure or whatever like he had a thought <laughs> yeah he had a straight thought like wouldn't it be rad to have a treasure and he disappeared yeah. and then he's like oh, oh i can't that's have the other thing about this they got a lot of voices back sebastian stands there Haley atwell's there uh not chris evans josh not chris evans yeah that's that the, was a voice obvious. actor i quite like yeah it was obvious it wasn't him but it wasn't a bad voice uh the one that did bother me although they did get the tooch back stanley tucci is there for like a couple lines um mm-hmm. red skull because uh agent smith i forget the actor's name uh, right now um that actor uh, he could not be fucked to be in the MCU anymore. Yeah, he no, was Red Skull. And he he, he wasn't coming it. back for 
end game. He's not coming back for yeah, this cartoon. They they could not throw enough money at him to make him be in the MCU. He just did not want to, which uh, mad respect. I think that's funny yeah, as no, hell. that's um, pretty good. But because of that, they had to get that guy who does like a Red Skull impression heaps in this too, and it bugged the shit out of me. The- the um guy who they got to play Howard Stark is that the guy who played um oh, what's his name? It's basically Howard Stark, but in the Legend of Korra. Uh oh yeah, Varric. Varric, yeah. Uh, because it's, it's he the was, same guy from the movie, Dominic Cooper. I was think? it? Yeah. Because he was way like more hyper yeah. he in was this. So basically, just he, the same. yeah, he was just Varric from fucking the Legend, Legend of Korra. Of Korra. Um, but yeah, it is really cool that they got the voices back. I'm excited. That's why I'm excited for the Black Panther episode because it's Chadwick Boseman's last mm-hmm. performance. And I think that's really cool. Oh my God. Now, Varric from Korra was John Michael Higgins, who name, who gives a shit. And this mm-hmm. will not work for you audience, but I'm going to show Andrew a picture. You recognize this fucking guy? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah oh, what, 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 oh, what was he in? He was in um. I feel like he's been a two-bit actor in everything. Yeah, I think he like plays like either like a fucking like a teacher or a lawyer or a doctor. Heaps. He's like he's like in everything. I think. Yeah, look him up. He's in You'll Pitch Perfect. He's the one yeah, of the that's guys who there. Yeah, look him up when you see his face. You'll know who it is. You'll know who it is. You'll be like, oh, that fucking guy? Yeah, that guy from this movie, and I guarantee you it'll be a different movie than whatever <laughs> we're thinking of. It might be pitch perfect. He well, pitch no, perfect. I'm I'm I have a movie. Well, I don't know which movie it is, but I have a role in him that I'm like, oh yeah, he's that guy. Um, I, I don't remember what it's from or whatever, so I don't know. But I guarantee, if you have the same thing, I guarantee you it would be a different movie because that guy is in so much shit. His name sounds heaps like a like an assassin or a yeah, like killer. he he tried to the kill the president. Thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but like in in reality, if you try to assassinate somebody or did assassinate somebody, you get the three name treatment. Yeah, like um what is it oh fuck i'm trying to think of one right now uh, my brain wants to go edgar Allan poe <laughs> no no <laughs> edgar Allan poe did not try to assassinate anyone or so we or know. so we're aware although there's the the theory that maybe he was assassinated oh so. yeah but like yeah like wasn't that the plot of that movie the raven yeah i think so that's like, <laughs> that's like the whole deal yeah right? the, that's like the, the I, I think the premise of the movie The Raven was someone was reading his stories and recreating them, and they ended it by, I don't know which story it would be, but by doing one of his John stories. John Wilkes Booth. To John Wilkes Booth, yeah. Oh, my God. The, the, guy, who assassin, the guy who assassinated uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, let's see. Mark David Chapman, that's the guy who shot the Beatle, I think. Yeah. James Earl Ray shot. Uh, I thought you were gonna just say James Earl Jones. Yeah, no, the name's heaps <laughs> similar. He's the one who shot Martin Luther King, I think. Yeah, look, assassins and sometimes serial killers. Well, no, there's Charles John Manson. Wayne Gacy. Yeah, there's the most, but like Ted Bundy. For the most part, yeah. Charles Manson, uh, David Attenborough. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, but I always associated the three names with serial killers and assassins. Now that I'm thinking about it. The um, only one I can think of is John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Uh, I think the guy who shot Robert Kennedy was like Sirhan. I forget the middle name. I want to say like Varishna right, or something any, like that. Anyways, we're, we're very much off. Topic. Yeah, we're 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 off. Well, we we can uh, start. All right. Um, we'll we'll uh, start to wrap it up. Yeah, with we'll this. wrap it up. If if you could make an else world or uh, what if or one of each, what would yours be about? Oh, for the sake of of time and to hide my clear bias for DC in a lot of cases. Well, except I guess in very specific cases. Yeah, oh. no, I I don't know. Lately, oh, I do, definitely like a good couple of years ago, you were full DC. Oh no, I was out now. I said I don't yeah. want to read Marvel. Yeah, but I've then seen I read Daredevil. I, yeah, I I I've seen you make this progression of oh man, I hate all this shit going on with DC, but Marvel's mostly fine. Yeah, <laughs> look, it's not great, but it's fine daredevil's almost always good so that's why yeah, i read but, but anyways oh uh, well like the only thing springing to mind is one that is a real one that is just dog shit and it's what if daredevil was an agent of shield and oh. it's dog shit <laughs> well like that could be good yeah, like i mean he's daredevil cool... would be a really good He'd agent be great. having him having uh matt murdoch never become daredevil but do become blind and instead he becomes like a spy would fucking rule oh yeah no that would be pretty sweet oh uh, i mean like he both blends in and sticks out because blind people people don't usually pay attention to them but also like if he's the only blind guy walking into this russian consulate you're gonna be like hey is that the only blind guy <laughs> yeah the, well he can easily pretend like yeah, he's not sunglasses, blind. yeah, yeah. He rules. I think that would be cool. Maybe make it not dog. Sh- like he's got a yellow and purple costume with no mask in in the real what if, which is dog shit. It's it looks like trash. Uh, look, Daredevil's already like Daredevil gets a pass for looking like a big dork in his yellow suit because like oh he can't see the colors he doesn't know. <laughs> but someone's got to tell him don't dress like the fucking Lakers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think that could be a cool comic what if daredevil was an agent of shield yeah Having, not... imagine like a globe trotting basically james bond but he's also daredevil would rule yeah no that that sounds pretty sweet so yeah i'd read the shit out of that and I'd, if it was on the what if show i'd watch the shit out of it yeah no that's right that would be cool if they did a one of the netflix characters what if in this show i, I doubt it um uh, but <laughs> hey look that would be rad yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's gonna happen, but it'd be cool. Um am I to make an else world as well? Um well if you want to think of, if I was gonna do a what if, because you clearly weren't gonna ask me. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I think there's so <laughs> there's something I see heaps or every it's in the Ben 10 fandom or whatever. <laughs> Where they're like, oh well, what if Grandpa Max got the Yami tricks because it was supposed to be for what him? What if Uncle Ben got bitten if, by the spider? Yeah, there's what if I've seen before. What if Uncle Ben like survived? Yeah, what but if what he if, never died? Yeah, what if Uncle Ben survived and then was the one to get bitten by the spider? Well, he would have had to do it first. 
Yeah, yeah, he gets shot. So he got. So that's how he survived. Spider sense kicked in, and he was like, "Oh no!" Don't shoot me. Yeah. He slapped the gun out of the guy's hand and broke his wrist. I I I know there's already like I think there's one Spider Verse character like uh, Spider Ben and Petey or some shit like that. But I I would very much like to see a man with the strong morals of Uncle Ben being a superhero without like you basically just created a second Captain America. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, like spider-man's always like oh man uh i am struggling with my yeah with my power and responsibility uh, uncle ben would be like oh man i'm such a good person i'm helping all these people (laughs) i'm so good at this shit it would rule i'd 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 watch the shit out of that yeah i'd I'd fucking love that shit spider verses are also a weird side part of the multiverse and each one seems to have its own like like the ultimate, like we mentioned, the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show has its Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. I but... do, I do think that there is the one Spider Verse, but only certain. Like so, in Ultimate Spider-Man, he meets Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. But there's multiple versions of Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. That like there's multiple <laughs> versions of Peter Parker. So I think in that he like meets a version of Miles and a version of uh spider-man 2099 because the spider-verse miles is clearly a new unique miles yeah because he's not like in the cartoons before he's not like the comic because the comic he was so bland as a character like there was a whole oh like you don't like him because he's taking peter's place and maybe also you don't like him because he's black but he just there were definitely of, some people who yeah, were like that. No, I'm Assholes. not saying there. Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I felt like whenever I said I didn't like Miles, people were like, "Oh, you're so you're racist then." But it no, was because I think, I think even Brian Michael Bendis, the the inventor, uh, discover the creator, creator, yes. creator of Miles. Um, he even said like at first he kind of just did peter parker again yeah no and that's my was my main gripe with it but uh it's happened so much recently and especially with uh spider-verse that he fucking rules yeah that miles is such a great character because he is unique he's different from peter but he still has the essence of spider-man yeah because anybody could be spider-man that's what rules about spider-man yeah, that, that, that's what the that's literally the message they shoved down your throat in that movie anybody it's also could be a, spider-man like something stanley who look he's got his problems he's not a, a saint but uh yeah, look, he uh, seemed to have a heart in the right place for the most yeah, part yeah look he was he made some business choices to benefit himself, but he wasn't like a bigot or an asshole. Right. All too much. Um, and so he specifically said when making Spider-Man, it was like, that's why his mask doesn't show any skin. So anybody mm-hmm. could look up at Spider-Man and be like, I, that could be me in this yeah, and that that's lit- I've done that since I was a kid I was like oh man I want to be Spider-Man like I look at Spider-Man I'm like oh, that could be me I just need to let more spiders bite me which yeah, I, did, uh, I did 
I can remember two times I was at it was I was like in my house or wherever or in the basement. I see a spider. I'm like, I'll just put my hand over here and see what happens. <laughs> lucky they were like, Daddy loves wrong legs oh, and shit. Lucky you. See, I didn't try. I like Spider-Man, but I was never like, oh, I should get bitten by a spider, then I'll become one. But whilst I was sleeping when I was like five years old, a brown recluse crawled oh up on my, my face and bit me. And I don't know if this part's true, but it's what my, my mom or maybe my dad told me at the time. Laid eggs in my face. Oh, that seems uh, like a big lie your dad would say. Look, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I did have to have surgery on the on the scar. Uh and and it left me with a, a bunch of moles in a place where the stitches healed weird and the sun yeah, interacted yeah. with them. <laughs> look, that's that's a character building. That's it, look, it that. is. I, I got a distinct facial feature. I should never commit crimes. <laughs> um, yeah, but those. So I think there is one. Like, well, I don't know because the Spider Verse is a part of the Marvel multiverse, and that's confusing. But when it comes to Spider-Verse, I think it's one multiverse. It's just different ones act, interacting with different certain Spider-Men interacting with other certain Spider-Men. Yeah. Uh, final thought, at least for me. Why, like, all right, DC, your main Earth is Earth Prime. That makes sense to me. My brain tracks with that. The main Earth for Marvel is 616. Yeah. That's Why do we give name. a shit about the 616th Earth? That's What's going on on Earth right. 1? Yeah, but who's in charge of naming that bullshit in DC? Because it, it seems like like in DC, like uh, someone will show up on another Earth and be like, oh, I'm from Earth 1. And it's like, yeah, asshole, I'm from Earth 8. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I presume happened with uh, Earth Prime and Earth 1. Yeah, <laughs> Earth Prime called itself Earth One, and then they were like, "No, we're Earth One." It's like, "Fine, we're Earth Prime." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That DC gives that feeling like, oh, it's like we named ourselves. Oh, what Earth. if each one was just a, a different, different version one. of the we're, first? We're Earth Alpha, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we're um, Earth Zero, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that that feels like that's what happened in DC. Like, like they gave them their own names, and that's why you get like Earth S and Earth X, whatever. And then someone took the time. The like, monitors, okay. I guess. Yeah. Or, or, or like it could be one of the flashes. They go like, okay, this is one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, a flash is where they first had the yeah, Earth two and multiverse idea. Flashes are like the biggest guys to like drop into a different world or whatever. But um, did the Watchers do that? Because they did a bad job at it. Well, I guess they didn't because if they're all just numbers, but I'm pretty sure some have letters in them too. I don't, I, I'm I not familiar they, enough with the Marvel multiverse. Yeah, I guess they are just all numbers, but there's way more than 52 of them. Well, yeah, there's so, at least like one, one, not one, nine, 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 yeah, nine. So it's like, uh, I, I guess the one we just chose to focus on is like, 616 that's just such a strangely arbitrary one to pick it's it's yeah. very funny to me i guess it's supposed to give the sense of like uh, there's a bigger like the universe is bigger than we see like that's the same thing and why green lantern isn't space uh, like cop of space sector one he's yeah he's, 
space sector 2814 2814 i was gonna say i was about to say my lunch number from last <laughs> which i still remember because i made a they little drill song. that shit into you yeah, yeah. I, I had to remember it so i would I, whenever i would go type in my number i'm like 22478 uh, my brain That's doesn't great. do like mnemonics with songs usually i just i tend to just say it fast and say it often and that works for me like mine is seven zero five four eight and i just know that because i said it fast and i repeated Hell it a yeah. lot look and that's good and whenever um, i type it i'd go as quickly as i could seven zero five four eight which well, look I if i had my own marvel earth that maybe that's what i'd call it <laughs> earth seven zero five four eight look that's pretty good if we make our own marvel earth ocs or whatever <laughs> which i guess we just did it, it, they could be numbered after yeah our, yeah our those two earths numbers. we figured uh what if daredevil was yeah. was shield and, and what if what uncle if ben, ben was spidey yeah that's those earth, are those that's earth two two four seven eight and whatever adam said he said it too quick i'm too quick uh look we've rambled on for a bit now thanks for listening and uh, i don't know well, look this this episode was hot nonsense we weren't but, really all that focused so, on so we're elseworlds that's the whole yeah, point of them yeah if you were confused blame the genre or the trope i think or we us. established what it was now don't blame us that's the one who per the, those are the one people not responsible for how nonsense this episode was hey blame jk rally yeah, she deserves it. Or who was the other person we were talking Warren to? Warren Ellis, he sucks. Jeff Loeb also sucks. People suck. Yeah, some people suck, but that doesn't mean you should feel like you suck for enjoying something good they made. Yeah, and, look, even look, even broken clocks can still do a good comic book every once in a while. Look, my my little rule here, and and I don't condone this at all, or I don't say I do this or anything. Is usually when it's a person is an asshole or something. I tend to pirate their content so they don't get any like kickback from no legally. Enjoying it. We are not suggesting. Yeah, you no. I I, I already I already content. said I already said this was this was hypothetical. I said I didn't do it beforehand, and I said I don't think you should do it. But like that's a that's a way they wouldn't be able to get any kickback, so you can enjoy it without like promoting like without lining helping. their pockets yeah. yeah anyways i've had a good time here tonight um i'd <laughs> yeah. like to thank uh the lord and uh, okay all right uh, my my mom and um some there's this one kid i hung out in high school uh with pretty often he was pretty cool and i i'd like to thank all those people for getting me here today you didn't say his name but all right well, I didn't. I thought your ego was too big already. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, like Chido. I thought you were. <laughs> no, I was talking about Fez Kid, dude. Oh hell yeah, Fez Kid. Th- that's a story for another alternate Earth. <laughs> Shout out to that kid who went to our high school who always wore Fez. Yeah. You day, day, rain, shine, day or night. All those night classes we took in high school. <laughs> he was always wearing a fez. If you wore a fez throughout high school, <laughs> you, let let us know. Know. <laughs> you could do that by going to the Atomic Android 2020 Instagram page. We've already mentioned them, but there's our Twitter at Atomic Androids and our email at theatomicemail at gmail.com. 
Yeah, we'll be expecting um, some um, info from J.K. Rowling on there. <laughs> Look, if you want J.K. Rowling to be mad at something because it's funny, send her our way. Yeah, send her this <laughs> podcast and tell her to listen to the whole thing because I think it's like Retire. at least 15 minutes before we start talking about her. It's uh, weird that we bring her up multiple times in an episode that doesn't really have shit to do about Harry Potter. Not at all. Thanks for listening. Maybe we'll, we'll get to that one day, though. Eh, I've never been a huge fan. Uh, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Bye. Uh, bye. 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 <laughs> Just as quickly as possible. I got to do it quick or else you'll edit it out. I will. I have to, my bye has to lead, like, bleed into your bye. <laughs> Just so it can't be edited out. You ever eat... Why was I going to... I was just going to ask if you ever ate Rice Krispies, but I know you have. Why are you going to ask me that? I don't know. What sister is this? I just had a really good Rice Krispie earlier. Yeah, I've had a fucking Rice Krispie. I've had Rice Krispies at your house. Yeah, I know. You handed me one. We've talked about Rice Krispies before. I don't know why that's the question that was going to come out. Why am I still recording? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 